Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Cornerstone Christian Church of God podcast, where we are devoted to bringing restoration and transformation to all. To stay connected and find out more about what God is doing in His church, please visit our website, cccghq.org. Thank you so much, and we hope you are blessed by this message. Of what they see, but they don't know. Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, you don't know what you are worshipping. Worship is of the Jews. We, this, this God has introduced himself to us. Jesus came to introduce the Father to us, his children. So some people can be in meditation and feel something and they call it chi. They call it all kinds of names. But we have access to who that is. That's the Holy Spirit. Everybody is right, but yet everybody is wrong. When I hear people say the same thing across the nations, yet it was not rehearsed. I know that there is confusion somewhere. We're talking about the same thing. But he has introduced himself to us in a unique way. All you have to do is study the world religions. Now, I'm speaking to somebody this morning because for some people, this was how you lost your faith. Nobody told you there were other things that looked like what we believe. So the moment you began to hear other things, you you got confused. There are many gods. No, no, no. There's not many gods. There's one God. There's one God. You can look at the lion and call it a dog because somebody taught you wrong in school. Someone showed you a picture and said, this is a dog. But yet, this personality that pervades the entire earth and beyond has introduced himself to us. We have a relationship with this God. He's not just something far away. He has introduced himself to us. And Christianity is about having a relationship with this God through his son, his approved messenger, as it were, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Jesus did not come only as a messenger of the gospel. He came as the gospel. Christianity is about a relationship with God. If someone tells you about the rules of God before before they tell you about God, your walk with God will be unstable. I don't want to know the rules before I know the giver of the rules. I'd rather know who is giving the rules before I begin to understand the rules is given then we can have a proper loving relationship because I know why he's doing what he's doing. It is why when people get saved here, we give them a book. Don't run off and begin to follow rules and regulations. You don't yet know who God is. You'd run and get tired because our walk with God goes beyond rules and regulations. We know who we worship. We know who we worship. 
This morning, our focus is on the channel of grace of the word of God. Let me hear you say the word of God. Now, let me distinguish between the Bible and the word of God. The Bible contains the word of God, but the Bible is not where, is not the only place where you find the word of God. The word Bible is simply a compilation of scriptures. A compilation of scriptures. Now, as some of you may have imagined, there are many other books that could have made up this canon, this Bible, that is not here. Now, many people's issue with the Bible is, is it complete? We, we cannot talk about the word without going into the Bible. Is this Bible complete? Now, what is your definition of the word complete? What is complete? Before we begin to say, is the Bible complete? What is complete? And, and, and just on, when you stay on that question alone, you realize that your quest for completion is a very unnecessary quest. Because you can never, ever, ever find something that is complete. If the Bible is the word of God and God is still talking, <laughs> then how can the Bible be complete? No, 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 please, please, let, let's, let's, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Because there are many ignorant people running around the world, confusing people of God. If you are saying the Bible is not complete, they remove some books, they remove some books. Okay, 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 I heard you, calm down. <laughs> now, the Bible is the word of God, the Bible is not complete. So what exactly is completion? Except if you're telling me God has stopped talking. But Psalm 19 verse 1 and 2 tells us, day unto day utter speech. God is still speaking. The experiences God has had with me, they are not documented in this Bible. So if that's the case, the Bible is not complete. So we all need to be adding our own revision. So the moment you die, we'll write everything God said to you, we'll add it to the Bible. Then you realize that <laughs> we'll be in trouble. Why is the Bible complete in the sense of completion? The Bible is only there to tell the story about Christ. How to get to Christ. That is the mission of the Bible. That's the mission of the people that gather together according to the leading of the Holy Ghost to determine what should be compiled in this Bible we have. But is this everything God said to those of old? No. You don't need to have a PhD to, to, to be able to answer that question. No. Even the Bible answers that question by itself. John chapter 20 and verse 30. John chapter 20 verse 30. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. Am I talking to somebody this morning? So, all those people say, no, there are other books. The Bible already tells us it is not complete. Verse 31, please. Verse 31. Because one day, at, at one point, you have to look at what you're holding and say, okay, is this really the word of God? And I want to settle that matter for you this morning. But these are written. These are written that you may believe 
that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. The whole essence of what was written is so we can believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What we have here is not everything God said. There are six books of Moses. There's a six, there's a seventh. Maybe there's a hundredth book of Moses. I don't care. What we have here in this book from Genesis to Revelation is enough for you and I to believe. So if anybody does not believe and they are hunting for some lost books, they just don't want to believe. Tell your neighbor, but I believe. No, no, no. Say it like you believe, but I believe. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 10, verse 1 to 4. I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a cloud. I'm not sure if you want to see this. If you want, may your eyes be opened in Jesus' name. Ah, only a few amens. (laughs) And a rainbow was on his head. His face was like the sun. And his feet like pillars of fire. He had a little book open in his hand. And he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on land. What an angel. And cried out with a loud voice as when a lion roars. Maybe I'll begin to preach like that. Amen. (laughs) And some will be hearing the message from the parking lot. (laughs) Because (laughs) they'll be too afraid to be here. When when he cried out, seven thunders spoke. (laughs) We can stay on this. For quite some time, when an angel spoke, seven thunders responded. But the thunders, what people heard as thunderings was actually communication being released. But look at this. Now, when the seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. So we would have heard what they said in this book. But I heard a voice from heaven say to me, Seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered and do not write them. So there are things God said that are intentionally not in the book. There are things they are said to you that should not be in this book. There are things they are said to me that should not be in this book. Because it can confuse people from getting to know Jesus. Even there are some things I cannot share Openly like this because, not because of anything, but because we are all at different levels of understanding. And it can confuse some people to a point where they are not, they they did not, they were not helped, but they were put in a disadvantaged position. So we share it in the school of ministry, we share it in leadership team, we share it in different places, depending on the maturity level of the people listening to it. So yes, the Bible is not complete in the sense that it does not contain everything God ever said. But this Bible gives us a roadmap to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And from Jesus and the Holy Ghost, you can go anywhere in the spiritual realm. Jesus himself said to his disciples, there are many things I want to say to you. But you cannot handle it now. But when the Holy Ghost comes, he will lead you into all revelation. I don't care. I'm not looking for the sixth book of Moses. I have the one millionth book of Moses. (laughs) 
I have access to it. When this Bible leads you to Jesus, then Jesus will lead you to the Holy Ghost. Once you have the Holy Spirit, there's nothing you need to know you cannot know. Don't let somebody deceive you on the internet. You're hunting for something. This is the lost book of Ezekiel. This is the lost book of Isaiah's younger brother. This is the lost book of... Don't, don't let people deceive you. No, no. Let this Bible take you to Jesus. Let Christ take you, give you access to the Holy Ghost. From there, what do I need to know that I don't know? I was saying to my, my wonderful wife yesterday um, that you don't know what, you, you know, like, like, like a, a scientist or a chemist mixing different chemicals. When you mix peace and love, you don't understand what you create. <laughs> when the husband in the home is wise enough to establish peace in his home. And then he's wise enough to let love reign. What would be created is dangerously powerful. Ah, dangerously powerful. It is one of the purest forms of confidence. One of the purest form of confidence. When peace and love flow together. Pure, you see, you can generate electricity in many ways. It is one of the purest forms of confidence. Oh, I'm blessed are those children that come out of a home like that. They can fall one million times. They will stand up, dust it off as if nothing happened. No guilt, no condemnation. Nothing, excitement, and you're wondering, what kind of human being are you? Now, if you did not have that grain up, you can create it yourself now. Now you are old enough, you have the understanding, you can create it yourself. Peace and love merging together. I, I mean, there are many other divine equations like that that we don't have access to yet. But the Holy Ghost has access to all those things. So every time God gives an instruction, and we follow it to the best of our ability. He's creating dangerously powerful people. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Let's get back into the Bible. Amen. So, so the Bible is not intended to be complete in the sense that it has everything God ever said. The world cannot contain a book like that. No. This Bible contains what God has said, what the devil has said. What wicked people have said, what murderers said, what loving people said, what child uh, 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 molesters said, what uh, uh, child killers said, what rebellious people said. Uh, help me, help me. What you said? No, not you. <laughs> it contains all kinds of things. So when we say a channel of grace is, is generated or, or one of the channels of grace is faith in the word, it's not just in every single thing in the Bible. Even the devil talked in the Bible. If you are the son of God, go and turn this stone to bread. What if that's what you found? And that's why you're running around tempting people like the devil tempted them. The Bible is a life and spiritual guide. The Bible is a dictionary for understanding spiritual experiences. It's a dictionary. 
So you see a word you don't understand. You go and look for the meaning in the Bible. In a dictionary. In the same way, you get an experience you don't understand. You make reference. You find the reference in the Bible. Where did this happen before? What does this encounter mean? What can I learn from this? That's what the Bible is for. You had an experience. If you don't understand, you go to the world to look for that experience in the world so you can gain confidence. Then the word of God, so that's the Bible. The Bible contains the word of God and many other words. But the word of God is everything God has ever said. Where can you find the word of God? Some you can find in the Bible. Some you can find with people that are connected to God, like you and I. Some you can find in the Holy Ghost. You can find the word of God everywhere. Let's go to Psalm 19 verse 1 and 2. I pray that your understanding will be open today in the name of Jesus. The moment Solomon received wisdom, he began to look at ants and he was getting the word of God from ants. The heavens declare the glory of God. So we can find the word of God from the heavens. The thunderings came from heaven and they were speaking the word of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. You can receive the word of God from the firmaments. Day unto day utters speech. What are they saying? In the kingdom of God, everything spoken came from God. And night unto night reveals knowledge. Always speaking and always disseminating knowledge. You can't capture all that in the Bible. I've seen in the body of Christ how some people, in an attempt to avoid error, they've told people, oh, everything is just the Bible. The Bible, everything is the Bible. Any experience you have outside of the Bible, they shut it down. They mean well, but they are doing evil. They mean well. Many denominations have been built on that. So they don't accept the witness of the Holy Spirit. You don't talk about visions, dreams. Oh, you don't talk about that. That can never be from God. Everything, only thing is the Bible. That is wrong. And for some people, they don't honor the Bible. All they go by is just their experience. Their experience. That is also wrong. But we need to combine the both of them. The, the Bible is a starting point for our relationship with God. But it's not the end. Ah, Am I talking to somebody this morning? The Bible is a starting, it's a launching pad. for our rela- There are many things, many things that the Bible could not document. But it's happening to us today and it is God. But we can find references to it in this Bible. I'm saying this so that we don't limit the expansion of your work with God. God is bigger than a book. Ah, pastor, pastor, ah, that what you said. Nah, I was following you before, but there you lost me. Didn't God say he exalts his word more than his name? Yes, but what is his word? What did I just say now? What is his word? 
The Bible is part of where his word is. But that is not the only place his word is. Anything he has said here or to you and I is exalted more than his name. This is the best time to talk about this because when you follow the channels of grace properly, like meditation that we spoke about, you, you, you begin to understand day unto day uttered speech and night unto night showeth knowledge. Even in silence, you're able to interpret the meaning of silence. It is very hard to explain if without you encountering it. Even in silence, you are finding a meaning, the meaning of the silence that you're in. The word of God is everything that God has said. I don't know what he said to you, for example, last night. If he was the one that said it, not a movie. I don't know what he said to you last night. I don't know how it can impact this world positively. If you exalt that word and honor that word, you can never remain the same. You can't. The word of God is light. That's what the Bible tells us. And the Bible tells us in John chapter 1. Let's turn there very quickly, please. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ziskarabashanta, verse 9. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. So the word of God is light. Jesus is light. Capital L, that's Jesus, is light. Giving illumination to everybody coming into the world. You know something I've, I've discovered from my work with God so far? The closer you get to God, the more enlightened you become. The more enlightened you become, the more desirable you become. Not just by human beings, but everything on the earth and beyond. Imagine taking a picture with a celebrity. That picture alone will make you more valuable, more desirable. Because of the association you are able to have with someone that is desirable. The moment you begin to draw closer to light, you begin to realize that doors are opening to you even without you knocking on them. You begin to realize that revelation is coming to you even before you ask for it. It is why you are being hindered from spending time with God. Meditation takes time. I don't have time. Yet you have time to watch movies upon movies, upon movies. Something is hindering you from getting closer to God. Can you imagine what five minutes of meditation can do in your work with God? Can you imagine what ten minutes of prayer can do in your work with God? I pray that from today, you prioritize your relationship with God. Amen. Your amen can be louder than that. Amen. Now, the word that we hear is not what blesses us. It is the word we believe that blesses us. Psalm 107, Psalm 107 verse 19 says, 
Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he saved them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them. And delivered them from their destructions. How do we receive grace from the word? Number one, the word has to be sent to you. We're starting from there. The word has to be sent to you. Only a sent word can create a sent person. The word has to be sent to you. It has to have your name on it. How will you know it was sent to you? Because it it resonated with you. It continues to ring in your head. It's just there in your mind. You didn't do anything about it, but it's just there. Going again and again and again and again. That is evidence of a sent word. He sent his word and he healed them. After today's service, for example, there is something that you keep remembering. That is your sent word. It is why we have to be careful when we're writing down things because you can either be taking notes like a person that's preparing to go and teach others or you are, or you are documenting the things that is standing out to you. That is what would profit you as a person. I mean, if you're planning to go and teach this message somewhere else on your podcast or your station, whatever it is you're doing, that's fine. But in terms of what will bless you and give you grace, it is what has your name on it. It is what minister to you. It is what is still going over across your mind again and again and again and again and again. As if you've never seen it before. He sent his word. God is the one sending the words. When we have our leaders' prayers every Sunday night and we are going through and, and talking about what blessed them from, from, from the message, I hear things I don't remember saying. And I know that that is the Holy Spirit sending his word into the hearts of people. Oh, pastor, that word was for me, was for me, was for me, was for me. How did that happen? The Holy Ghost took the word and distributed it into every heart. Now it's your choice. To receive what was sent to you. So when you are listening to somebody else tell you what blessed them from the message. Let it go inside and come outside. Let it go in one ear and come out through the other ear. But hold on to what was sent to you. The sent word. The Bible calls it the word in season. Glory to God. The word in season. Number two, believe the word that was sent to you. Believe, don't argue with the word. Believe the word. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 and 3. For indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not give them grace. It did not profit them. It did not add value to them. It did not bless them. Why? 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 Because it was not mixed with faith in those who heard it. Some people heard it and they argued with it. Some people heard it and they resisted it. You know, you can see food in front of you and not eat it. You can take food everywhere you go and not eat the food. The word has been sent. You can be telling people about the word, but do you believe the word? 
I want to ask you a question. Faith is very easy. Faith is a natural outcome from walking in love. At what point did you believe your name is your name? At what point? Were you there when you were born? Yes, obviously. But were you observing your own birth? Were you conscious enough to see yourself being birthed? Were you there? Were you, were you conscious enough to know that it is you that, has been, that was being named? Yet, you believe the name that they gave you. And you go everywhere repeating the same name. In the very same way, you can believe everything God is saying to you now. It is a choice. You can believe it. You can believe it. We can lay hands for spirit of faith, special faith, but, but at the basic level, you can believe it. It is your choice. So when the word comes, one of the words that came here, beginning of the year was that someone will be promoted four times this year. One of my daughters said to me, oh, I heard that word and I knew it was for me. I believed it. She has been promoted now three times. Three elevations this year. We're just waiting for the fourth one now. And we're just in July. Somebody else will hear that. This is good, but how is it going to happen? Four times. In my organization, how will I move four times? For me, then there's a CEO. No, there's no four times. <laughs> As if they are playing ping pong in their head. After a while, forget it. I think one time is good if I can just promote it once. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. And they, they received, they, they took the word, they dismantled it, like some people, the way some people eat, and they just take a little part and throw the rest away. Hmm. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> believe the word. Not what you want to believe, but what was said to you. If the more you read the word, the more your capacity to believe the word. You don't believe God because you don't know God. Please listen to me. You believe your pain. You believe the doctor's diagnosis. You believe the situation because you are listening to the situation. You know the situation. You've been intimate with the situation. You sleep together, you wake up, you eat together. So you know that disease. You know it's very, no, no, this disease is deep. It can't just go like that from one word. It didn't even lay hands on me. It can't go. So when Elisha told Naaman, go and dip in a river seven times, he got angry. We're talking about leprosy, not headaches. You know leprosy? Look at leprosy, leprosy. That is evidence of somebody that has a PhD in that disease. But they don't know who God is. When you understand that God is someone that can send a word to a man called Joseph. And he'll go to bed one night a prisoner. And wake up the next morning the second in command in the land. Then you suddenly realize that with God truly all things are possible. So next time when God speaks, even though you are finding it hard to believe, you say like the man in Mark chapter 9, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe you have the capacity to change any situation. 
and you have sent your word to me. So I choose to believe what you've said. <laughs> believe the word that was, I'm excited for August because that's what we'll be focusing on. Believe the word that has been sent to you. When you believe the word, then the grace begins to come. Do you know what some people do? Imagine someone sending you a letter. You're expecting a million dollars and they sent you a letter back. They, they told you they've sent you something. So you're like, hey, excited. You, 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 you went and, and you're hoping it to be a note from UPS or something because a million is so heavy that they couldn't deliver it. But all you just saw was it's been delivered. It's in your mailbox. Already your faith is already going down. You're beginning to get sad. You get in there and it's just one letter. And just look at the letter. What nonsense is this? You don't know whether it's a check. Because in your mind, it has to be a million dollars cash. Not hundred dollar bills, uh, one dollar bills, coins, or five dollars. So it has to be very heavy. So you look at it. You have not opened it yet. You just look at it. That's what many people do with the word God has said. They've not opened it. They've not opened it. The belief will help you open the word. The process of believing will help you to open the word you've been given. Pastor, I'm sick. Response back. First Peter 2.24. And you get angry. You've not opened the letter. You've not opened it. He didn't even call. He didn't even organize a special service for me to pray for me. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. And then you get offended. If a letter was sent to you, open it properly. Do you know that a smile can carry the healing that you're looking for? A hug can carry the healing that you're looking for. When you knock on God's door, whatever he slides through the door back to you is what you need. Take it and rejoice and then go. A pastor shared a story. He said one of his pastors was angry because he came to meet with him and he was told to wait. And then while he was waiting, he saw another pastor come, another of his sons come, and then he was ushered in before him. So he got angry. He got angry. Look at how they treat people. Is it because the guy is rich? Is it because, is it because God offended? God has saved him that he waited. After the other one left, then the pastor said, okay, now you can come in now. The one that came in second came to ask for money. The one that came in first brought the money that was to be given to the second one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Offended. Ah, because I don't have, that's why they're delaying me. See, I've been waiting here. No, they, you were waiting because you were waiting. <laughs> God sent the answer to your issue. What's the point coming in and then praying for you when I know by prophecy that your what you came here for money and the money is coming? So wait. That is what you want. You see, God, God is so, so orderly and so, so, if we just can believe him, 
If we can just believe him, God said to you, before the end of this year, you'll get something. And then somebody else came by July, they are testifying of what they got, and you are offended. God said to you, before the end of the year, the year has not ended. Hold on to your own word. Believe your own word. Don't let their own testimony throw you off course. God did not say that to me. This is what he said to me. And this year, so far as I know, has not ended. So my destiny is unshakable. Glory to God. I am standing on the promises of God. And those promises will never fail. Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. Can I hear a loud amen? Amen. After you believe, the next is begin to declare what you have believed. We're talking about the channels of grace through the word of God. Through the word of God. After you have believed, now begin to declare what you have believed. After you have believed. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 13. And since we have the same spirit of faith according to what is written. Glory to God. You don't rehearse to speak. People have issues with affirmations because there is no nothing inside. When you believe, you speak. When you believe, you speak. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. So you found what was written, you believe it, and then you begin to speak it. Now, let me, let, let me, let me reverse engineer this for you by God's grace. You know, there are times when God might not send the word to you, but you can orchestrate the sending of the word. <laughs> you can orchestrate the sending of the word. You see, here we deal with the practicality of the word of God. You might not have been sent a word, but you can, you can, you can generate the word and make it to be sent to you. This is where the 40 day cycle comes in. You can generate the word yourself. It's just going to be more work, but you can generate the word yourself. We're going to come back to that shortly. We'll come back to that shortly. Are you excited this morning? Are you excited this morning? Hallelujah. Believe the word. Believe the word and then begin to declare it. For example, I heard the testimony today about the message born to win. Where we're taught we are gods according to scriptures. You believe that every day you begin to declare it. Out of the abundance of your heart. Not just the night prayers from June. Every day. I'm not ordinary. I cannot be harassed. I cannot die a useless death. I'm a child of God. I'm covered. I am a God myself. Under the authority of the most high God. I am the most small God. He is the most high God. (laughs) Praise God. He is God everywhere. And he put me to be God on the earth. Go and have dominion. Then you see that the more you understand that, the lesser your prayers for supplication. Let me take us back to Revelation chapter 10. Let's look at something very, very quickly that I know will be a blessing to you. Revelation chapter 10. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. John chapter 10 verse 8. Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, go. What did he say? We're just waiting for Evie to go now. 
or to come or to bring the word. He said to me, go. Go. Revelation 10.8. Revelation. R-E-V-E. <laughs> I'm just bugging them. Praise God. They are wonderful people. Amen. Then the voice which I heard from heaven spoke to me again and said, go. What did he say? No, no, no. What did he say? Go. And what else? Take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the earth. Go and what? Take the book. He was being told how to be a God. Go and take. But what did he do? This is what we do. Verse 9. Verse 9. So I went to the angel and said to him. <laughs> he said, go and take, but he went to say. He said, we, we spiritualize things. You know, I'm, I'm still trusting God. I'm just praying. I'm prepared, so I'm praying. I've been praying. I've been praying. No, no, go and take. Go and take. He went to ask. Um, angel, um, give me the little book. Now, this angel was scary because you're laughing. If you see an angel like that, <laughs> will you be able to go and take? <laughs> Maybe you might even go and send. <laughs> you send somebody to take for you. <laughs> Give me the little book. But the angel said, no, 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 take it. You were told to come and take. Don't tell me to give it. Take it and eat it. And I'll make that, 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 that. So verse 10 now. So he now went. Then he took it. This is the realm of God. The higher you go, you are not giving things. You are told to go and take things. According to him, he has sent his word. You are God. Believe it. Run with it. It's up to you. You go and you are still pray, oh God, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. And God is say, okay, let's make music. Heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. No, go and take your healing. You have already been healed. Go and take it. How do you do it? Body, be healed now. I realize I am not meant to be sick. You body, be healed. Mind, be healed. No matter what the disease is called, I command you, leave my body in the name of Jesus. That's for people that have the revelation. Those that don't, then he sends us to now lay hands on them, minister to them. But there are some people I will pray for that might never be healed because they have been told to go and take and they are still coming to ask for it. They've been told, go and take, but they are still coming to ask. Pastor, pray for me. Pray. That is coming to ask. You come to me and I'll still tell you, go and take it. Go and take it. And you get angry. No, 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 no. We minister to those that don't have the revelation of their takeability ability. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they don't have the revelation of the ability to go and take it. All they know is give me, give me, give me, give me. But God is saying, go and take it. 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 This is yours. Go and take it. Don't be like the older brother of the prodigal son. Remained in the home. Was faithful. Yet never killed the fattest cow. He was waiting for his father to come and give him. But the father said, don't you know that all that I have is yours? All that I have is yours. Faith in the word comes when the word is sent to you. Believe the word. Speak the word. Now begin to act according to the word. If you have declared that you're healed, then what are you doing on the bed? Get up. Sick people don't stay in bed. But pastor, I'm still feeling sick. Stand up. 
And as they went to show themselves to the priest, they were healed. As they went, as they went, as they went, as they went, I cannot talk. My, my enemy's voice is gone. As they went and made, made a phone call. Before you started calling, your voice was gone. But by faith, because you have declared, you began to dial the number. And the devil is telling you, ah, <laughs> who is going to talk? Just watch me. I say, hello? You're like, ah! <laughs> My voice is here. That is how we connect with the faith in the word of God. Otherwise, the word of God will just be there looking at you. You look at it. This is a good word. I like the good word. I like the, amen. Ah, God's word is good. It's good. No, taste and see that the Lord is good. The, 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 the sweetness comes from interacting with the word. I'm going inside the word and I am allowing the word to come inside me. So if the Bible says that I have the mind of Jesus, I meditate on that word. Because maybe I'm struggling with school, struggling with learning something, whatever it is. They've told you you have learning disability, whatever that means. So he said, no, 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 no. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. Begin to meditate on that. Meditate on that. Then choose to believe it. I have the mind of Christ. Come, please begin to play now. Thank you for taking the time to listen and receive the fresh word of God. Before you leave, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not born again, I, Pastor Ibukun Adewusi, would love to pray with you. If you're ready to give your life to Christ right now, please say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God and I believe you died for me on the cross of Calvary. I know I am a sinner and today I come to you to forgive me of all my sins and to make me a brand new creation. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and making me born again. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Congratulations, you are now born again. Please reach out to us on cccghq.org slash save and fill out the form completely so that we can send you wonderful materials to help you grow on your new walk with Christ. Congratulations once again. We love you and God bless you.